Welcome to another edition of Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. It is Friday. It is currently 95 degrees right outside of Merced. I'm on the freeway on the, my way to Fresno, California to do some of my work. So I thought I'd make a quick uh, few episodes or segments. And we're going to talk a couple, about a couple different things. So thank you again for listening. Please suggest my station to your friends. Please give me a rating on iTunes if I publish this episode on iTunes. Or call in, give me a clap, whatever you want if you're here on Anchor. So getting forward with today, I'm always giving advice. Always uh, always saying something I'm finding out. But, you know, uh, there's times just to, to speak for the purpose of speaking. You know, and... Um, you know, I was uh, listening to a few stations. I was listening to the Crazy Asian, um, Sherman. Loved the guy listening to him. And he brought up an interesting thing about himself that I believe so many other people do in business. Now, when we go to college, when we go to school, um, we learn things about philosophy. We learn things about fiction. We learn things about facts researching, all that other good stuff. But a lot of times we never pay attention to the value that it gives us for our makeup and our design. Um, You know, to being able to hold things or people or organizations accountable, you know, it's like kind of like we ask the question, why do I have to take biology? Why do I have to take U.S. history? Or at least 12 freaking years of it, you know, to really get a stupid piece of paper that is only going to give somewhat of a license or acknowledgement that I have the knowledge or survey knowledge of a frequently taught uh, subject area, you know. But this is one of those times where um, I do appreciate have taken literature in, in college, you know, uh, and in high school, reading, reading and writing you know, in English. It's been so very valuable. So, um, Sherman, sorry if I quote you on this, but, you know, he was basically saying that if you, um, he finds value in reading, you know, fact-based biographies and so forth and uh, business books. You know, that's his fancy, as he would say. And he doesn't find very much value in fictional novels. And he was using the example of Harry Potter. So, believe it or not, so many people think the same thing, but this is, uh, it's kind of a twisted story if you really think about it, because we need fiction as well as we do need factual-based novels, and um, even factual-based novels can actually be fiction as well, And um, but to the human experience, fiction gives some texture, imagination, things that we can create. I'm going to give my first example. Now, Gene Roddenberry, the author and and creator of the Star Trek series, he's responsible, really, for inspiring so many people to do and create things that we really enjoy. In the Star Trek series, like when you watch it in the 60s, they used tricorders um, to read vitals on, on a human being or, or a being, period. They used uh, communicators, handheld communicators, you know, to communicate outer space. In reality, if you really think about it, 
We have that today. Um, their tricorders are, you know, in theory a little bit more advanced than we are, but I believe we're on that track. So we have tablets. We have tablets that attach to machines, which are attached to us, which give us the readings and vitals of the human being. Our communicators are cell phones. And these things were created out of a fiction mindset. And some people will say, well, yeah, I really think about that. And even like Star Wars, George Lucas's creation, um, he talks, or he, in his stories, he talks about light speed. Well, um, I don't know if it's the, the theory of relativity or um, the theory of light and sound um, they basically work with that it is impossible to go faster than the speed of light and it's true it is possible you know because without getting too in depth with it um, light can only travel so far if it's powerful it always has a limit so uh, proof of point to that would be when you look up, look out into the night sky and you see stars. We don't know how far those stars are. A lot of times we can assume. Um, even the things that feed us now, like the sun. The sun is actually a star, an ever-glowing star, and it, as well as a planet at the same time. You know, it heats constantly. So. Yeah, there you go. You know, but you know they're getting into um, like phasers from Star Trek or Star Wars or any sci-fi novel. Um, the weapons of, are now changing amongst our planet. Like if the invention of the gun based on a bullet is only going to have so much of a shelf life because you actually have to create the bullet, you know, through so many different processes, you know, gunpowder, metal, lead, you know, to create the, the shell the case, or the casing, the gunpowder for the firing agent, and then the projectile, the lead, you know, the bullet itself. And now they're, you know, with Trump and uh, Mike Pence's uh, announcement that they are going to work toward a creation of a new branch of the government called the Star Force, you know, or whatever, whatever they want to call it, but it's basically soldiers in space, or military in space, and that's like the next evolution, so fictional novels have led us the way to many different parts of society that we're enjoying. You know, now I know it's important to read biographies and fact-based books, but never lose sight of your creativity through literature, you know, fictional or non-fictional. Because, believe it or not, there's so many non-fictional books that have shaped a lot of our moral compasses. You know, um, and I may get slammed on this, I may not, but like the Holy Bible. I don't know how many times it's been written over, recreated, you know, 
but it also can be considered a fictional book. Now, legally, I'm right because there is no proof or reference of every single thing that the Bible dictates can be proven that it has existed or exists as a published work that can be referenced as a fact. That's true. Now, truth can be argued, but, I mean, it, it is a fact. So if the Bible is constantly being changed and the wording is being changed and therefore the meaning is being changed, then it can no longer be considered a non-fictional book, but considered a fictional book or fictional to theology. So some people might say, well, what the hell are you talking about, Jason? And I'm like, I challenge you. You know, um, these biblical theologians, the scholars, um, where are these scrolls that where the Bible has been basically translated from? Or at? Um, there is the Catholic Church, and supposedly they hold many different references from those times, but at the same time, if you follow the history of Rome and the Church, um, these guys are responsible for at least the A.D. after the death of Christ or New Testament, a lot of the shit that happened. So they're the gatekeepers, although that most of the stories took place in um, Israel, Turkey, and Greece, believe it or not. So it's kind of like, dude, the dudes from Italy basically are they're the bad guys that instituted law, and therefore they recreated law to believe that they have validity to be followed. Kind of interesting if you ask me. Anyway, so the real point and what I'm trying to say is, is that never stick your nose up at fiction. Look at fiction as something you're creating in your mind. When you're creating in your mind, imagination, the sky really is the limit. You know, or it is limitless. And that's something to think about. Well, I'm going to stop this segment for here. But I just want to plant that seed. That fiction, as well as nonfiction, are both equally important. And they're big character and moral builders of our lives and how we perceive things, how we act, and what we made to live our daily lives. Well, thank you for listening to Good Lives Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. Look forward to hearing your reviews. Uh, Let me know. I'm trying to make this station a little better. Tell me what you honestly think, people. All right. Thanks a lot. Hey, Good Vibes with Jason. Uh, This is Mr. Bradstone, a.k.a. Mr. Bradley from Heated Waves. Uh, Truly appreciate you coming by and uh, sending me a voicemail and all of us. Uh, Hey, man, that's all I'm about is trying to get people out there and get myself out there so we all can have as many favorites, followers, you name it, people listening because, well, that's what podcast is, and uh, I'll publish yours, and uh, I'm not sure which one I'm going to put it on just yet, this voicemail that you just left me, buddy, but uh, I will get it out there that way. Uh, my listeners, if they haven't you know, listened to your show before or favored you, uh, will hopefully get on there and do it for you, and vice versa, man. Thanks for coming by again. Uh, this is Heated Waves, and I'm Mr. Bradstone. Peace.